Welcome to PCTY Talks, a new podcast from the human capital management software provider, Paylocity. I'm your host, Sherry Simpson, and as an HR program manager at Paylocity, I will be navigating our journey together as we explore bite-sized topics around HR thought leadership, compliance, diversity and inclusion, and product knowledge. If you have an idea for a future podcast topic, please drop me a note at pctytalks at paylocity.com. On today's episode, I talk with a variety of leaders from Paylocity about remote work. Senior Vice President Ted Gady, who's a functional leader of the product and technology arm of the business, Director of Sales Kelly Yule, who's always managed a remote team, and Manager of Client Services, Don Warwick, who made the transition from being fully on-site with her team to fully remote. Each person will bring a unique perspective on what remote work looks like right now. Okay, thank you, Don, Ted, and Kelly for joining me today around our discussion of remote work. Uh, I'd like to start with you, Ted. As a functional leader of product and tech in our organization and with a large part of your organization actually having already been remote before the pandemic, was this an easy transition to go fully remote for your group? Yeah, yeah. So the move to go remote was was more or less seamless, all things considered. Um, one of my teams was actually responsible for um, all of the infrastructure to get the entire organization um, to go remote. And luckily, we had done just a, a ton of investment in the infrastructure, um, so that 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 was pretty seamless. It took basically a weekend to do it. For the product and tech organization, we had been about 70% remote. Um, and that's been for as long as I've been here. And so we were really well positioned overall. And, and, and you know, honestly, even for folks that were in the office, um, they were already working remotely at least two or three days a week. So that, that part was, um, was pretty straightforward. I think the, the bigger change for the organization was just navigating the new normal of quarantining. I mean, all of the work from home and school from home. Um, but as an organization, I, you know, I feel like we'd already excelled at leading with empathy and we just really needed to flex and extend that muscle. Okay, I'm going to move to you, Don. So you actually made the transition as a manager from a fully on-site team to a fully remote team. How did you go about creating a culture and among leadership that you could support going fully remote with your team? Uh, it was trial and error. Um, March 13th, it was your going remote. So luckily, we had um, tested laptop connections and connections, you know, due to weather being in Chicago. We always have bad uh, winters. Um, so everybody pretty much had the um, access to work from home. Um, and we just did between our internal IT partners, um, our tech partners, Ted's group. They made it so seamless that it was instead of meeting face-to-face, we were all on Zoom. The tools that we have really helped us. That's awesome. And and Kelly, you know, you have kind of a unique um, situation being that your team has always been fully remote. Um, So I want to transition and talk a little bit about what tactics you've put in place to keep them engaged. I think that's something that a lot of organizations are, are thinking about and struggling with making that transition to fully remote now. How do I keep my team engaged? Yeah, so Sherry, to answer this, I really kind of think I have to take a step back and explain a little bit about where I come from. So I live in upstate New York, and anyone that knows upstate New York or that's familiar with upstate New York knows that in order to earn desirable positions, you kind of have to be a remote employee. 
So when I started my career in the early 90s um, as a sales rep, I obviously started off as remote and they weren't common back then. So I quickly realized that I had to prove myself to my employer in order for them to build trust in me and know that I was doing what I needed to do on a daily basis to complete my job as well as be successful. I knew accountability and communication and documentation, of course, were key and obviously still are. But, um, you know, back then we didn't have things like Zoom. And so uh, I had scheduled one-on-ones with my manager and my partners every week via the phone. I would send everybody, you know, my weekly calendar so that everyone knew what, what I was doing and where I was and, you know, holding myself accountable, but then allowing my manager to hold me accountable to accomplish, you know, my activity goals that I had daily and weekly. And then it also came down to me trusting and believing in the organization, as well as the leaders that I had worked for. Therefore, instead of trying to reinvent the wheel, I understood that I needed to embrace the company's processes and activity goals in order to ensure success for myself. So, for example, I had a daily 7 a.m. reminder on my calendar that would pop up every day that showed me what my daily activity goals were. And then I also had a clip of what my long-term goal was in order to, you know, just keep myself focused. And obviously we have our good days and bad days and that that goal just reminded me every day that I just, just needed to keep pushing forward. So now fast forward, getting to your question, Sherry, um, you know, as I transitioned into a leader of fully remote employees, I knew that all of these things were really important to carry over, all these best practices that I learned as a sales rep. So what I did initially is I took the time to get to know each one of my reps individually and allow them to get to know me. And um, I shared my past experiences with them and, and how I managed myself to be a successful sales rep. And, you know, in talking about those things, um, they realized that, you know, these needed to be important for them as well. And then, you know, they knew that I was going to manage them in that aspect too and expect those things from them as well. So um, it helped, you know, my reps understand, you know, that th- this was important to me so that they understood the why behind, um, you know, the things that I was asking for them. And then also I created a, what I, um, a survey that I call a getting to know you survey. And in that survey, I asked, you know, a series of questions, um, that I had each rep fill out, and then I filled it out for my um, for myself, and then sent it to my reps. And what it allowed us to do is just dig deep quickly into finding out what discovers and motivates them, what their likes and dislikes are from their leader, as well as the expectations that I had for them. And I believe that this exercise allowed us to know that communication, or for my reps really, to know that communication. And uh, transparency, organization, setting goals, engagement, documentation, and trust are really important to me. Anyone on my team is definitely going to tell you that's the areas of my focus. So I believe all of this was important to ensure that we have a close team with great culture and with reps who consistently exceed expectations, goals, and quotas. Yeah, Kelly, it, it sounds like you've, you've, you've been able to focus really on um, engagement, accountability, and expectations to really help drive um, that relationship. Ted, as you think about those same things from 
a, a larger picture, right? 10,000 feet view. And you think about, you know, our whole organization, not just product and tech, where we had um, parts of the org that um, weren't used to working fully remote. How do you how do you think about or what tactical advice do you have for um, keeping those groups engaged and making that transition to remote? Yeah, I mean, fortunately, I think as an organization, we've we've always had an incredible mission, vision, and, and values, and so um, you know we have a great foundation and well positioned to have motivated and engaged employees. I think in a fully remote environment, there are three keys in my mind. One is over communication. So, in in product and tech, we do a weekly town hall. We do a thirty minute town hall and invite everybody, and it's kind of open agenda because. Um, I believe that team members have to always feel like they know what's going on. And sometimes in a, in a remote environment, um, when there's silence and not enough communication, um, folks may fill in a narrative of their own. And so we also try to use our tools around um, video announcements um, as a communication tool and also just fast, frequent surveys um, to do employee listening, as well as um, as, as a lot of, of um, skip meetings and, and roundtables. And that gets to the second thing, which I think is routine. Um, I think it's really important to have strong routines because one of the things you lose as uh, when you're not co-located is the accidental collision. Um, and the accidental collision, I say, is, you know, I run into somebody in the coffee station. I hadn't intended to seek them out, but we talked for a little while and we realized it was something we really needed to talk about. And, and so you really need to create forcing functions around that um, to, to try to drive those those um, those accidental collisions. And then I think the last piece is just an increased focus on, on mental health. I mean, working remote is hard. Um, and, you know, I personally uh, experienced this just, I was somebody who went in the office most days and um, did not realize how much I counted on the drive to the office as kind of a transition to work and the drive from the office as um, as a transition back. And I, I had to create new routines of my own to make that transition. And I think, you know, just with all of the things going on, um, we have to, we have to assume uh, positive intent with all of the, all of our teams and all of our employees and make sure that we're helping them manage their own mental health even more so during these crazy times. Yeah, I uh, I like that you brought up creating new routines. You know, I had a 45-minute drive into the office, so that was my opportunity to listen to books or podcasts. And so, um, absolutely right. Like, I'm trying to figure out how do I build that, you know, hour and a half back into my schedule where that was my learning time. Um, you know, so I think that's important to explore some of those tools that you talked about. You know, Don, when you made the transition with your team from – you know, fully live to fully remote, what tools did you use? What new routines did you put in place um, to help your team make that transition? Sure. Um, it, it's funny is one of the things that we insist on, we do weekly huddles um, and biweekly team meetings, but just knowing t- that everybody needed a little bit more handholding and just to do their daily check-ins. Um, so I have my team leads check in with their teams on a daily basis, a quick 15 minutes. How's everybody doing? What do you got going on? Um, on a weekly basis, I also have them journal, like what worked for me last week? What challenges do I have this week? Um, 
it helps me to see them so that I can better understand, you know, I'm not there physically with them to see the body language, the struggles they're having. So with the cameras on and I'll do frequent pop-ins, I'll do a little on the side, say, hey, how's it going today? And you can just, you've learned to adapt and understand how their response is if they need a little bit more hand-holding. So I did uh, do a couple rounds of handwritten notes, um, sent them in the mail. They absolutely loved it. Um, We've gotten to the point now that with weekly huddles, we keep them fun. So we play categories or bingo and just keep it light and, and keep everybody, you know, there's more that's going on that we can have fun with. And then we do bi-weekly happy hours. So it's payday Friday happy hours. <laughs> I love that. Um, you know, at Paylocity, we actually just hosted a, um, I don't even know what to call it, but we had a, a Zoom DJ on last night and it was so much fun. There was about 45 of us and it was just completely out of the norm, a little bit cringe to be if, to be totally honest, but in such a good way. Um, it was so much fun to see just other people in the org, just like you said, Ted, kind of unwinding, taking care of their mental health and really just getting together. Um, Kelly, I think about what Dawn said about some of the routines that she put in place and you mentioned on hand-holding. Kelly, as you have been fully remote, you know, I've heard this comment of like, how can I know my employees are doing their work if I can't see them? How have you managed your team and the expectations around getting the work done? Yeah, so similar to what Dawn was talking about, but, you know, one thing, my team always tells me that prior to Paylocity, they never felt close to their company. And at Paylocity, they've, they feel so much closer and they feel engaged to our organization. And ironically, you know, like we're talking about, everybody's remote. So I think it does stem from the reasons that I just discussed before, um, but also what Dawn was just discussing where you know, we do have weekly one-on-ones. Um, during those one-on-ones, obviously many distractions can happen. You know, we're working from home, so a doorbell could ring or, you know, um, you know, my phone can, you know, ring or I could get, you know, check emails because I get a million emails, you know. So, so I just make sure that I only focus on that person during the one-on-one. Um, we also obviously have team meetings and we try to make it fun, just like Dawn was talking about too. And have different types of um, speakers that that attend our team meetings, but it's obviously also to make sure that we're all on the same page too. And um, our cameras are always on. It's just expected that our cameras will be on so that we can observe body language and we can make sure that, you know, people are engaged and whatnot and, you know, talk through it all. Um, And this also makes, because we have our cameras on, I think it also makes everybody feel like we're in the same room versus, where we're in an office and there can be many other distractions that could happen frequently uh, during these team meetings or one-on-ones. Um, and then I, like, like Dawn said, I do spot checks in a, in a sense where I make sure that I talk to my reps throughout the week, just sporadically, um, mostly over the phone, but we'll jump on a zoom if we need to. And this allows me to coach them as questions or situations arise. Uh, it also allows me to follow up on action items that they said they were working on so I can hold them accountable without making them feel like I'm micromanaging them. And um, another thing that I've done too is I've assigned um, each person on our team roles. What I like to 
referred to as uh, champion roles or leadership roles. And I assign them based on that rep's experience or strengths and skills and goals. So for example, one of the positions that I have as, as a leader or champion role is um, somebody focuses on reporting every week. And so therefore, um, at, on their end, they're able to, you know, just check in with each of the reps and make sure they projected their numbers on our team spreadsheet and that all of their activity is keyed. And what this is doing is, um, you know, this this individual's um, aspirations with Paylocity is to become a leader someday. So it gives that person a piece of what I do on a daily basis, but it also helps them grow their leadership skills at the same time. And, um, you know, and also what it does is it allows my team to collaborate with each other and get used to, you know, working with each other and build those relationships as a team to make us stronger. While all at the same time, like I said, it's nurturing and uh, somebody's strengths and expertise to for their future advancement at Paylocity. I really like that idea of champions. Um, it's like that informal leadership and stretch opportunities you're building right into your team. Okay, so last question for everybody. I'm going to start with you, Ted. So if you're talking to someone in your shoes in an organization, uh, whether it be a functional business leader, newly remote manager, even a seasoned remote, what would be your one piece of advice, kind of your mic drop moment on how to succeed in managing a remote team? Yeah, I mean, I I, I would, so I'll I'll say two things. I I would start with the, the companies and organizations that can do this well it is a competitive differentiator and it is um, it, it will provide value for them overall. I think the key at the crux is trust. The, the types of activities that you can use when you're managing a team on site don't necessarily work in a remote environment. And so it's as much on the manager or the leader to um, build that trust and help others build that trust. And I'll paraphrase and I'll probably mangle, but um, I think Hemingway said the best way you can fi- to find out if you can trust someone is to trust them. And that really is in a, in a remote environment, you have to start with trust. Kelly, how about you? I have to agree with Ted. Um, you know, so as a leader of all remote employees, a lot of trust and empowerment goes into it. I, I balance between motivation and inspiration as well as inspection and, and accountability. When it comes to certain standards, I lean more towards motivation and inspiration. So I'm fully invested in, all, in my reps and in order to help them accomplish their individual goals. Um, I maintain a certain amount of connection with each of them so that they're more receptive to feedback to also align with their goals as well. Um, And they know that I'm not afraid to get in and roll up my sleeves and do the job with them. So I do try my best to lead by example, but I also feel that it's best to lead through connection with each one of my sales reps. Awesome. And Don, last but not least, what are your thoughts? The same as Kelly. Um, We like to motivate, celebrate. I'm the team's biggest cheerleader. We celebrate the little wins, the big wins, just knowing that I'm there to support them. And they really do feel that. Um, Being flexible, you know, with childcare, um, we bring uh, pets to work in our meetings. We'd like to have a good time and help them celebrate that stuff and just over-communicate. 
um, if you're going to follow up, make sure you're following up. Um, my expectations are the same for them, to, for our clients, is I'm following up with you. I'm hoping you're following up with them. And then in the long run, you're going to be happy. I'm going to be happy. Everybody's happy. Awesome. Well, Ted, Kelly, and Don, thank you so much for taking a little time out of your day to talk with me about remote work. Thanks, Sherry. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you, Sherry.